Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Taxel Insiders. It's uh, me again, Rachel Seidensticker, and I am the COO of Taxel Resources and, of course, here with our CEO, Brian Seidensticker. Hey, Brian. Hi. Hi, everybody. Thanks for uh, having me again. Yeah, glad to have you in the hot seat. <laughs> glad to have you in the hot seat again. And, um, you know, as per usual, I think we're going to tackle another state of interest um, out there in the great world of tax sale investing and um, just cover some of the, the basis on what it means to invest in the great state of Tennessee. So we're in ah, test. Yeah, well, this will be a stretch. We'll go. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, uh, I'm looking forward to learning a few things. So, um, I guess in in just kind of a brief overview perspective, can you give us some high level of what it means to invest in Tennessee? What type of sale is it, and so on? Well, I know, um, you know every state has its own definition. We try to put them in three major buckets, right? To somewhat organize them. Um, liens, you know, fairly straightforward. Deeds, sales, fairly straightforward. And then the third bucket of you know, redeemable deed sales, if you will. And and we'd put, uh, you know, Tennessee in the redeemable deed sale bucket. Um, that's how we categorize it. Um, similar to a, a Georgia or a Texas. So maybe for folks just, 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 maybe actually define what we mean by redeemable deed. What is that concept? What's that term mean? Well, it's, um, you're bidding on, you know, there's kind of the, the main definition we use, right. Is if the sale, the bidders and the process are geared toward ownership of the property more than, um, interest in the property, right. Um, interest in the property is, um, a lien, obviously squarely in the lien category, deed sale is squarely in the ownership. And then you've kind of got this in between, which, you know, the bidding and so forth is really around ownership, but there is a redemption period, right? And that's why we call it a redeemable deed auction, right? So like Texas, Georgia, and Tennessee, um, the sale, the bidding type and the, and the type of investors attracts, you know, home ownership at the end of the day. Um, but there's a, there's certainly a redemption period involved in Tennessee. Great. Um, I think that's great. So I guess, how does Tennessee differ in that redeemable deed standpoint than, say, these other states that you mentioned, Texas and Georgia? Well, I think um, it's it's similar to Texas and Georgia, where you're bidding on on uh, you know ownership right at, at the at the auction, right? So you're, you there's an opening bid, and you're going to bid a premium. Um, and then at the end of the day, there's there's going to be a, a penalty added to whatever that total bid is of ten percent, um, and that's that's the bid, right? And and so you're you're bidding typically with the assumption that you're going to end up owning that property after redemption period. So from that perspective, it, there's really not that much difference uh, from from Georgia and Texas. The instrument you get is slightly different. Uh, in Texas, you actually get a deed in. Um, I can't remember the exact name of the document in Tennessee, but you have to apply for the deed after that redemption period ends. You don't have like the physical deed in hand following the auction. So there is that nuance of a difference, but the sale is sale. The bidder, the process is all you know geared toward um, eventual ownership of, of the major majority of the of the properties that go up for auction. Is the redemption period the same in all of these states, or does it differ? It differs. Um, I'd say Tennessee's, you know, very similar to 
Georgia, it's a year redemption period. Um, yeah. Texas is, uh, well, Texas in general is, is a you know, six month redemption period for non-homestead, you know, two years for homestead properties. That's the you know, difference in property type in Texas. Um, and so, uh, you know, overall process wise, Tennessee is very similar to Georgia. You go to the auction, you're bidding up, right? You got to um, provide the rest of, of the bid, you know, very shortly after the auction. And, and then there's a penalty applied and Georgia is 20% and, and Tennessee is 10%. Um, and then you've got to wait a year before you take that next step. Okay. Um, so I guess speaking, kind of moving on, that's good information and good. I think good to just kind of give a comparison to maybe other states that, you know, people might be familiar with in this redeemable deed. It's such a niche, interesting piece of the tax sale investing space. But, um, what is our experience? Like what does tax sale resources provide that would be specific to Tennessee that, you know, investors could use us for? Well, I mean, our, our core products that are available everywhere else are certainly available in Tennessee as well. I mean, that includes our, our research platform. So if you need to know when those auctions are coming, which properties are, are included in those auctions, do your due diligence on the research platform. You could do that in Tennessee, just like you do anywhere else in the country. Um, you know, our management platform is, is built to, to handle Tennessee as well. So if you have a bunch of assets within Tennessee that you're managing, um, you know, management, you know, is, is built to be that interest calculator, the, you know, workflow management, the, you know, document storage, all of these things. And it's certainly applicable in Tennessee, just like any other state. Um, and then we, we, we do have our capital partnership programs available for investors in Tennessee as well. And so if you're, um, you know, if your only limitation really is, is capital, we can certainly help from that regard as well. In fact, um, if I remember correctly, our capital partnership also is really, I mean, tailored um, well for any states that are in that redeemable deed market, right? So the Texas, Tennessee, and, and Georgia are, are are great fits for our refinance program, correct? Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, we basically built the programs initially for Texas and Georgia. I mean, it's been adapted in you know 13 other states and it can be adapted in many other states as well. But the fact that we built it specifically for those states makes it an excellent candidate for Tennessee as well. Perfect. Um, I guess, do you have an idea of when the tax deeds um, or the redeemable tax deeds, the sales are held in Tennessee? Um, I know, well, um, let's see. You might, you actually might know better than I do, Rachel, as far as you know the rough times a year. I know they're held throughout the year. It's not yeah. a specific, you know, it, that part of it is very different than, than Georgia and Texas and the fact that Georgia and Texas are the first Tuesday of every month. Tennessee doesn't have that sort of rule. It can be sporadic you know, throughout the year. I believe some counties, larger counties, can have multiple sales throughout the year as well. Um, there probably is a couple months where they um, have you know, very little, if any, sales. Um, I don't off the top of my head know which months those are. But I can say I can say they, they happen throughout the year. They're not in a specific month. They're not on a specific day. Yeah, I think that you you touched it as just as best as I would as well. So <laughs> I think you covered it. We're good. And um, yeah, to make the point, you know, there are a couple of those bigger counties um, where I know they have multiple sales. Not every month, but they do have multiple sales throughout the year. So um, good to keep an eye out on those. 
Um, so I guess if you were to think about anything specific to the properties in Tennessee, so are there any hazards or anything specific to Tennessee that that investors should be aware of that might not be applicable in, say, any other states? Um, nothing that's like specific to Tennessee. It's all the normal do your, you know, due diligence, right? Make sure you know what you're, you're purchasing, which is no different than, you know, any other state really. Um, I, I'm sure there might be some nuances that I'm not aware of. Um, and I haven't interviewed as many attorneys in, in Tennessee as I have in, in other states. Um, I mean, the, a couple things to do keep in mind, you know, is is a you are bidding um, a premium, right? That and that premium is is typically on uh, with assumption that you're going to own the property, so it's it's fairly competitive compared to liens. That's why we put it in the squarely in the redeemable deed bucket. Um, the deed that you get, um, which you have to apply for after that redemption period ends, um, it, you know, you do have to go through a quiet title. Right, so you don't have insurable title, which is you know again common as with many states, um, and so I, I think it's uh, if it's the first state you've invested in, then definitely go learn how to to do your due diligence, right? But if if you're used to working within Georgia, you know Texas, um, and other you know other deed type of auctions, then um, then I think it's it's not that much of a stretch to learn you know, the process in Tennessee as well. Okay, great. Um, So just a quick, you know, I know this might be more like what are the pros of investing in redeemable deeds versus other types of sales. But if there's any, you know, pros that are specific to Tennessee, let's add those in. But do you have any kind of um, high level pros and then even cons of the redeemable deed sale versus other sales? And then like I said, specifics to Tennessee, if you've got them to throw them in, throw in there. Well, I, I think the biggest thing similar to Georgia and Texas is the fact that the interest rate is a penalty, right? And the difference between what we consider penalty versus interest rate is the 10% is added, right? The day of the auction. So whether that redeems the next day, you know, three months, you know, a year down the road, you're getting that 10%. And so, I, I'd say the name of the game is either pick properties are going to redeem very quickly because you get a quick 10% or pick properties that aren't going to redeem because um, you, in today's you know interest rate environment, when you start getting out to the end of that one year, um, stuff redeeming at the very end is kind of where you get your minimum return overall. Um, so, you know, but the fact that you can earn a, a high rate if you get, you know, early redemptions, that's that's a very popular uh, model in Florida, which is a lean state, right? Different methodology, different mentality. Um, you're not you're thinking you're going to own the property, um, but in in Florida, it's very much you know they call it the fast five because you're trying to buy liens that are going to redeem very quickly in Florida, and certainly is some aspect of that in you know, Tennessee as well. If you can get it to redeem quickly, then you you make a pretty good return. Okay. Um, great. Um, you know, I was, I wanted to show, um, you know, users just about using the research platform, but to be really frank, we don't have any, um, Tennessee sales happening right now. It's kind of a tough time of year for, for sales because everything slows <laughs> down. Um, but I, you know, I just want to touch on, you know, if you're a research user or, um, have, uh, don't have experience, reach out um, and we can give you, you know, more information on how to use the research platform in, in the next year to 
to talk about um, looking up Tennessee sales specifically. So I did a little check beforehand, Brian. I was like, well, darn it. We won't be able to show them Tennessee because there's no, nothing going on right now in that state. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I, yeah. Maybe the end of December is, is one of those times where there's just sales aren't happening. Right. Yeah. Um, I would, I would commend Tennessee and, and um, not being a procrastinator like many states are. Um where they try to jam as many sales as possible in the last week of the year. So bravo, Tennessee. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> uh, Truth. Um, I, I guess I do want to mention, though, it, you know, it's not necessarily part of the research platform, but you know, it's part of our accelerator program, right? And the fact that we go through in a market analysis, you know, review as part of the accelerator program. One of the things that, that is hard to get in Tennessee are results, right? What is stuff actually selling for in Tennessee? We've um, been able to find a way of, of gathering that, and that's a kind of a unique thing that we have as part of the um, market analysis is showing what uh, what you know what stuff is actually selling for in Tennessee. Um, so you can kind of pick and choose the markets that have the most properties that meet your criteria, um, and they're selling for the best you know value right in markets that make sense for your model, right? Mm -hmm. um, and the answer. Is, isn't the same for everybody, right? But that's part of what we go through in the accelerator program is trying to help folks find the markets that best fit what they're looking to do. Yeah, and I guess as a as a side um, plug or information, um, we are busy updating 2023 and, and Tennessee will be prominent in our 2023 um, market sale. Um, market analysis. So we're pretty excited about we've, that. We've spent we've spent years trying to figure out how to get that information. We finally figured out how in yep. uh, mass. And so we're pretty excited to start using that. Indeed. Um, I know I'm excited. Um, so really fast, as far as let's let's circle back to our capital partnership program and, and maybe talk, you know, um, high level as far as if someone says, I've got a um, Tennessee property, you know, how, how would they go about maybe using our refinance um, program within the capital partnership um, um, product? Well, the, um, I mean, our capital partnership has well, two, two main products, right? You mentioned the refinancing, the other one's, you know, the joint venture uh, structure. The refinancing program is um, is ex extremely unique. And we, I mentioned before, it was built initially for Georgia and Texas. And the, the, the reason behind that is the fact that you go to those auctions, right, including Tennessee, you buy this, this you know, redeemable deed um, and you can't go get bank financing yet because you can't get title insurance yet. Um, and that's kind of where our refinancing program comes in. Um, as long as you purchased at a decent value, um, we'll actually give you up to 100% of your purchase price back for that asset. Um, and so you can, and then you you you, re, you re retain control of that asset, uh, well, to some degree, right? You, you have the option of of, of um, purchasing that back you know, for a period of time, but now you've got your cash back to go do it again, right? So if your limitation is the fact that you had cash, you purchased a deed, and now you're in the waiting period, right? A year plus, you got to go through quiet title at the end of that. So let's say, you know, 15 to 18 months, um, you can recycle your cash much quicker. That's the refinancing program. And that's the beauty. So if you are a Tennessee investor, you've purchased something, um, and you're now you're just limited by cash to go buy another one, definitely talk to us about that refinancing program. Great. Um, thanks for that. I think it's just good to give everyone a, how can this apply? So um, are there any, 
<laughs> Any legal considerations that um, investors should know about specific to Tennessee? You know what? Um, I'll be I'll be honest. I'm not as I'm not an attorney. We're not an attorney. You know, we're not providing legal advice, and I I haven't done a recent interview with a, a, a knowledgeable um, um, attorney in, in Tennessee, and so. I'm going to I'm going to sidestep that one today, Rachel. Usually I've got some advice, but today I'm going to sidestep that one. That's all right. right? It's allowed. <laughs> um do you foresee any um kind of ramifications in the Tyler v. Hennepin um county um decision with from the Supreme Court? Do you feel like Tennessee will be in any sort of crosshairs from that? Well, I'd say the Process-wise, right, and this is where I, I'm not an expert in exactly what happens with the surplus funds in Tennessee, but process-wise, um, the thing that that Tyler Hennepin uh, was hitting on is, is you know, if there is a surplus um, generated, right, that surplus needs to be made available to um, prior owner and other interested parties, right, the mortgage holder, et cetera. Um, the, so, that in mind, Tennessee certainly is a state that generates a surplus, right, on properties that have it, right? It's a bit of premium state. Um, I believe that surplus is available to uh, prior owner initiative parties. I Again, I'm not an attorney and I can't tell you that for certain, right? But that would be the deciding factor of whether uh, would it be squarely in the crosshairs um, a needing change if that surplus is not available, um, then yes, right? If that surplus is available, then I, there's no changes that I'm aware of required to, to be compliant with Tyler Hennepin. Okay. Um, I guess, you know, that kind of leads me to my my final ask would be just looking at any sort of, um, you know, forward projections, forward, um, I guess, what 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 to expect in Tennessee. And, and um, I wanted to take some time to just point out, we've got our, our nationwide you know, summaries of each state essentially to just kind of give everyone an idea of how many parcels uh, were went to auction, you know, in the course of the 2019 to 2022 with those trends, of course, taking note of, of the um, rockiness that was 2020 and 2021, yeah. um, you know, and, and then how things may have recovered. So, you know, this is free out there in our blog. Um, so by all means, if you're looking to kind of see what trends are, um, you want to speak to to the summary a little bit, Brian? Well, it, I mean, it just gives you an idea of volume, right? Uh, both from quantity of properties as, as well as dollars, right, that are available. So if you're just wondering, you know, what is the, the potential, right, for investment, right? This will give you a good idea. It also gives you an idea of what's trending, you know, is it, is it trending up, trending down, right, as far as availability? Um, I mean, it, it's somewhat, I'll say, misleading in the fact that everything looks like it's trending up because 2020 was such a dip, right, in quantity of auctions and parcels, right? From from what we gather, um, you know, 21 had and 22 were, uh, I'd say, a bit of corrective, right? Maybe a, a slightly, you know, larger than normal, but nothing like hugely trending in either direction, right? That'd be my overall summary you know, nationwide. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I guess take a quick look. Um, we don't have the state level, like more in-depth analyses done yet, but that's something that we're going to be adding in there. So if you want to know more uh, specifics about Tennessee, um, definitely check back uh, here regularly. And once that's available, we'll, we'll make that um, available on the, on the blog as well. 
Awesome. Um, well, any closing that, remarks that you have concerning Tennessee and what investors should expect? Well, I think it's, um, you know, Tennessee is one of those states, I think, historically is fairly unknown. Um, you know, process-wise, if you're comfortable with, um, you know, Georgia, Texas, then I think Tennessee is is a, not a far stretch to get comfortable with as well. Just knowing that the you know interest rate is is lower, that's kind of the one I'll say ding I would put against Tennessee right now is with interest rates you know being higher today. You know, you, you really want stuff to redeem very quickly um, in Tennessee, or you know um, hopefully you know able to you know earn something on the ownership at the end of that redemption period. Um, so. Yeah, I guess it's not necessarily entirely business as normal, but um, definitely know what you're buying. Um, know that you need to do quiet title, right, for insurable title. Know that you can't get bank financing. That's something that we can help with. Um, and other than that, we, you know, hope, wish everyone uh, the best of, of luck as they, they look at Tennessee in more detail. Indeed. Yeah. Um, one side note is that I think the majority of the state is still live sales, which is an important thing, I think, for specific specific invest, investors. But we have seen a trend toward more online auctions. Um, so, you know, always something to kind of weigh when you're venturing into a specific state. So very true. Very true. Yeah. I, I would I'll tell I tell people all day long, right? Data doesn't lie, and uh, you still get much. In general, you get much better deals at live auctions because competition is not as crazy as, as online auctions. And I think we all know that live auctions are 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 slowly dying. I don't know if they'll ever entirely disappear, but there's many much fewer of them today than there were three years, three four years ago pre COVID. Um, and Tennessee is one of the states that still has many live auctions. So. If you're looking for you know, great deals, then maybe Tennessee's a place to look. Yeah, indeed. Well, thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Um, good luck to all of you out there and happy investing. Yep. Good luck, everybody.